comic books, movies, TV, and more. Nerds are everywhere. It's time to assemble! Nerds United, a Jittery Monkey podcast. Here's your host, Greg Mahachko. Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of Nerds United on the Jittery Monkey podcast network. I'm your host, Greg Mahachko, and the guy to my right, digitally, who's ready to gobble till he wobbles, because it's Thanksgiving, (laughs) is the co-host of the year, Mike Luther. Hi, Mike. Why, hello, sir. How are how are you doing? I am doing well, thank you. It's been a good it couple of days. Well, good. That's that's good. That's perfect. Yeah. Um, and today is a, a tradition around uh, the old Nerd United Studios. It is Wednesday night, the eve of Thanksgiving. Almost Thursday. <laughs> By the time. By the time this podcast is done, it might be Thursday. And if you're listening uh, in the East Coast, it is already Thursday. And happy Thanksgiving. Now, that only makes sense if we were live, which we're not. <laughs> true. But by the time this thing gets published, it'll be Thanksgiving everywhere. So happy Thanksgiving to the world, Mike. Yes, yes. Or at least the United States, which celebrates Thanksgiving this time of year. Canada also celebrates Thanksgiving. I think it's sometime in October, uh, which just means they're wrong. Uh, but sure. Canada's wrong about a lot of things, and I think too often we give them a pass. Yeah, they they have some funny people. That's why they do. Yeah, but but I think sometimes we allow their overall niceness to uh, uh, you know. I mean, Canada's okay. But I mean, I don't I don't want to get rid of our one Canadian listener. I'm assuming we have maybe one up there. That's that's listen to one episode. Well, now there's a thought. <laughs> if you're Canadian and you're listening to Nerds United, or at least you were up until now, uh, let us know in the comments. Yeah. Facebook.com slash Nerds United Show or uh, Nerds United Show on Twitter or Instagram. Or you can even email at Nerds United Podcast at gmail.com. We'll get all of our social media plugs out of the way early, Mike. That's good because sometimes we forget to do our social media plugs. By sometimes you mean ninety eight percent of the time. Yeah, basically, no. yes, yes. This is, we're the end of November. This is the second time I've plugged our social media all year long. That's not bad. <laughs> same for me, probably. Well, let's, uh, Mike. Shall we? Shall we get down to business? The business of the tradition of the turkey before turkey. All right. Explain the tradition while I get ready here. Years ago, at least pre two thousand twelve used to get together with a group of like-minded individuals on Wednesday before Thanksgiving. We'd play cards, we'd drink beer, and we'd all pass around a bottle uh, of wild turkey. Take a shot. And I guess if you were brave or dumb, you wanted to take more, you could. But I always did my one obligatory one and you know, removed myself from the, the sharing circle at that point. So when we brought you on, Several years ago now, gosh, it seems like uh, I said, Mike, come together, come over. We're going to do this turkey before turkey thing. And you did. And that was my mistake. That was my mistake. I'll, I'll, I'll own that one because Mike will attest because he knows 
in his heart and mind. I absolutely hate Turkey Before Turkey uh, because I don't like liquor. I'm not a fan of it. Uh, but here we are to do a shot of wild turkey. This particular uh, style or flavor, if you will, is American honey. And never in my life have I wished that I had COVID so that I didn't have to smell and or taste uh, more than right now. Well, let's get to it. Can, can I can I uh, pop the top of my chaser first? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. What do you got for a chaser, by the way? So I picked this up yesterday from Mill Pond uh, um, Brewing and Incubators right on the label. I was trying to remember from memory. Uh, down in Millstadt, Illinois. This is their uh, Ezet. I'm probably not pronouncing that right because it's a German Weiss beer. And this is uh, infused, I guess, with elderberry that they go out and hand forage themselves in the plains of southern Illinois. Sure. Sure they do. But this is what we call a tall boy. It is 16 ounces. Is a tall boy? Is a tall boy more than that? I don't even know. No, I, I, that's a tall boy. Yeah, I mean it's a pint. You know, whatever. Yeah, uh, they do all the brewing and canning there. Um, I like uh, a few of their beers, and they have several to choose from. They're w- working up a new double hop IPA uh, this week. So that's the sound of joy right there, Mike. That is the sound of happiness. Not going to disagree. I've got some uh, American Pilsners there as well, just called the Stott. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to do this uh, unfortunate shot business, and then I'm going to go right to the beer. Okay. Yeah. that's Because you know what they say, liquor before beer, you're in the clear, but beer before liquor, you're never sicker. That Yes, that is a saying that they have. I don't know if – I feel like the Mythbusters might have, like – done an episode about that before if not they should have that would probably be the most fun mythbusters episode yeah yeah so all right mike are you ready ready all right cilantro ding still not fun still tastes horrible that's way smoother than i remember Mm. like i could I, i have i have a chaser here haven't even touched it yet. There you go. Just got yeah, yeah. You just gotta let it, gotta let it breathe. Sometimes. Now I'm going to. I haven't had. What are you drinking? Shocked up. Uh, Shiner Oktoberfest. Oh, there you go. Uh, it's the stuff that I brought over last time I came. That was a long time ago. Yeah, it's still good though. I'm, I'm assuming. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know if it went bad. I mean, it's beers like wine. It ages with. Great. I don't know. Never mind. As as far as wild turkey goes, the American honey, that is smooth. Now, there's a song about that, a country song. Uh, probably. Smooth like American honey. Smooth. Yeah, probably. That's all, yeah. That's 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 pretty smooth. Not something I would drink all the time, but uh I, I haven't had booze. Since I was out in uh, Western Nebraska for best friend of the show Josh's birthday party, so then you had a ton of booze. It's just booze, 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 booze. <laughs> I got to his house uh, early by permission from his wife, right, uh, yeah. to watch the football game and spend a little time with right. him, and started with some uh, Irish coffees. Okay, so I did some coffees with some uh, uh, booze in them, uh, and then 
we now he's going to listen to this and he's going to put in the comments because he's very thorough. Uh, we were watching the Husker game when the Husker score, Josh does shots or shot. Okay. Or score. Um, okay. And so the Husker scored. They didn't right. win, but they scored. He's like shots. So we go upstairs and he starts to pour two shots. I'm like, I don't, I don't do that shit. <laughs> so uh, house rules. You got to. Yeah. Uh, no, I was kidding. I, I'm a pansy. But, you know, it's all right. Uh, so I, I, I did not partake of the shot. Um, but later on that night at the bar, we did do the the group shot that I can't remember what it's called now. Not lemon. It was, it was something something that tasted much better than booze should taste. I mean, booze traditionally right. tastes. So. Um, so what time did the game start? What time did you start watching the game? Hmm. It was an 11 o'clock kickoff central time. So 10 o'clock out there. Okay. See, I, I have a feeling that I, the way Josh uh, uh, watches the game, I would enjoy, except I don't think I would have made it to the bar. Like I, if, cause if you're starting early, I, I would be like asleep by like 5 PM. We took a break. Like, you know, it had, had a few, I hate to say, but it, it is the flavor of the house. Had a few bush lights. Oh, that's um, fine. <laughs> uh, so had, had some of those. We actually went to the mall. Uh, me and Josh and, and Blaine and uh, Vaughn uh, all went to the mall because I was looking for some Husker gear to take home to the family. Didn't find any. Um, played a little foosball at the mall. Called it a day. Went back. Kind of ate, ate some uh, more food. And then we headed out to the bar. It was early. It was like, you know, 6 o'clock or whatever. 5.36. So. Um, but yeah, and we started drinking again. More power to you. you know. it, was, it was a good time. Yeah. But we've already talked about that in the past. We're not here to talk about Josh. By the way, shout out to best friend of the show, Josh. He's been under the weather the last few days. Um, so hopefully he gets to feeling better. And if we get this episode done in time, he might be able to listen to it uh, yet tonight. Yeah, go Josh. Hopefully. We don't have it's only been half a week since we talked, so we don't have that much to talk about <laughs> not really um, um oh uh one thing you do did you know that um the part two of masters of the universe is out it dropped uh on tuesday my wife's birthday which means i haven't had time to watch it yet okay i, I just watched the first two episodes okay good good yeah the i think we talked about the the kind of narrative trailer when it came out a couple right. of weeks ago you know like that last trailer it looked promising. You know, I was on board. Um, I was mm-hmm. never not on board because He-Man's my jam. I mean, that's my OG. That's my first, you know, fandom love uh, was was He-Man, the filmation stuff back in the day. So I, I was always in for it. I didn't, you know, bump up against, you know, what a lot of the online tough guy critics had to say the first, you know, with the first chapter Part of the one, story. Yeah. Um, so I'm, I, was, I was looking forward to it. So, and I think there's some bias in there because I'm also a Kevin Smith fan, you know? So even yeah. if there was something I, you know, I tend would have given him the benefit of the doubt, but I, I enjoyed it. I, I liked seeing a little bit of um, evolution to the story, you know, yeah. not everything, just not, not because there's the way the filmation did it, of course, you know, to the best of my recollection back in the day was every episode was its own, entity it was all wrapped up by the end so there was no prolonged narrative i actually right. like the the narrative way of of telling things you know uh of of telling stories so i i was i was perfectly fine with that and i'm, I'm excited to sit down when i'm 
producing two episodes of the uh, two podcasts tonight and in a video i might might turn it on and watch a little bit of it while i'm working so yeah yeah uh i i i liked the the part one once i realized what they were doing because it kind of did throw me off a little bit which spoiler alert uh he-man gets killed in like first episode i believe it was and and i've said this before i thought to myself okay well they're gonna bring them back episode two oh episode two they didn't bring them back it was all about t i'm like oh that's completely fine this is gonna be uh we're developing the character and and letting people know about her and stuff like that he'll be back in episode three and he was like he doesn't come back till spoiler again uh till the end um but once i realized that i'm like okay this is fine i enjoyed the animation i enjoyed the, the the cast the you know the voice cast um, I, I still, I don't know if I mentioned this I, on part one or not, but like, it's still hard not to hear Joker when Matt, ha- Mark Hamill is doing, um, Skeletor, Skeletor. And the, the issue with that, and, and I agree, mm-hmm. but you know, that's a villain and a villain, you know, yeah. and, and Skeletor the original voice kind of had that very nasally. Right. Yeah. Um, So I don't know. Yeah. Unless you, unless you're like, you know, golf set of, of voices includes two really kind of unique villain characters. Um, Yeah. I mean, it's, it is what it is. And, you know, like not everybody, we don't talk much about Seth. uh, Not Seth McFarland. Is this Seth MacFarlane? For a family guy? Family, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't know what other Seth I was talking about or thinking about. Um, but we don't talk about him enough. But but I remember maybe like the early days of YouTube, there was a, a four-video series of him. He was addressing the graduates at Harvard or something like that. Yes, yes. I see. And, yeah. and he did. Each one was in like a different voice, like Peter, Brian, Quagmire, and Stewie, right? Uh, but those are all, you know, by and large, I think Brian is the closest to like Seth's actual voice, you know. But they all are kind of unique in their own way. Um, uh, the ah, damn it, I can see the face and I know the characters. Joe DiMaggio is okay. another. Uh, I think Joe, man, not the baseball player, but uh, I know, that's what I was too, like Joe the DiMaggio. voice actor, the guy uh, who plays. Well, he voices Bender as well. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Yeah. Um, and, and does a ton of other stuff. And now I'm really John, John DiMaggio. I got yes, there. Yes. <laughs> he, he was not the guy. Who, yeah, um, John DiMaggio. Joe DiMaggio's uh, brother, of course. Maybe nephew. I don't know. <laughs> Joe DiMaggio was much, much older. And I don't think John is. Anyway, John DiMaggio. Sorry, uh, everybody. Uh, you know, he can slip in and out of roles, you know, very, very seamlessly, I think. But Mark Hamill, as great as his Joker was, I think it's so iconic that to try to do another villain on top of that really may have been problematic. And so, yeah, there are some similarities. Yeah. And I, I'm so Diedrich Bader, he voiced something in part one, didn't he? Did he? Okay. If not, he definitely voices something in part two. I won't tell you what it is. Not that it would really spoil it that much, but I won't tell you what it is, but I could, I could, once he started talking, I'm like, oh, I know exactly who that is. Like, when you think of Deidre Bader, who do you like? What Drew Carey show? Okay, yeah, same. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. He, he voiced, it, it was. That's what it was. He voiced Batman on Batman: Brave and the Bold, right? Yeah, um, and he also, I mean, like in film roles. He's had. I mean, he was in 
Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back and Reboot. Uh, yeah. And he was um, Jed in Jed or Jethro? Jethro in Beverly Hillbillies, the movie in the 90s, with Jim yes. Barney as, Jet, as, as Uncle Jed. That's what it is. Um, so he's he's certainly had himself, but he's done so much voice work as well. Um, but yeah, uh, Deidre Bader, he's terrific. Top-notch guy from all yeah. accounts. I'm trying to... Was he also in Office Space? Yes, he was the neighbor. He's like the, the guy that... Yeah, yeah, that's... You got to turn on uh, Channel 88 and look at <laughs> the movies like, over there. Hey, if... if uh, if you were like upset or something and fuck I forgot how he said it. It was like, he's talking about the case of the Mondays. Would would anybody ever say, you know, you got a case of the Mondays shit. Hell, hell no. Hell no. Hell no. People would say that. Oh, great character. Uh, Let's see. Lawrence. He played Lawrence. uh, In office space. I, you, you could have made up a name there. He played the the. Then you say neighbor. He asked us who he played. Yeah, yeah. So the the conversation goes. I courtesy of IMDb. Peter uh, Ron Livingston uh, says, "Let me ask you something. When you come in on Monday and you're not feeling really well, does anyone ever say to you, sounds like someone has a case of the Mondays?'" And Lawrence says, "No, no, man. Shit, no, man. I believe you'd get your ass kicked saying something like that, man." <laughs> Uh, I haven't watched that movie in a while, but it's a a, a good one to pull out from time to time. You know, it's another good one to pull out from time to time. And I, (laughs) I, uh, I forgot what reminded me of it. I was watching, maybe I was watching old Nick Swartzen interview um, just last night, actually. And he was talking about it. And then I just happened in my room, like literally see it, like the DVD of it, like right in front of me, uh, Grandma's Boy. Oh yes, that's, that's a good yeah. movie. Yeah. Gray Bush, yes, yes. Linda Cardellini, the female lead in that one. She was also in Scooby Doo um, and was later. Uh, in, in fact, we saw her today in a show we'll talk about later. Uh, she was Mrs. Hawkeye. Okay, okay, yes, so, yes. So um, that's a fun movie and, and Happy Madison production. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's good. Kevin Nealon's in that movie. Um, Nick Schwarzen, as you mentioned. Yeah. Um, oh, I can't remember her real name now, but like one of her big roles was uh, Mrs. Partridge. Oh, she played one of the old ladies with the old lady who ended up banging Nick Schwarzen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's you, just a fun movie. If you want to hear some good comedy, Nick Schwarzen, I forgot what special it is on. But he has a, uh, at least one bit about Grandma's Boy, about in particular the one of the actors uh, wanting to use real weed when acting. Yes. yes. So, but it's, I, that's like an old. I mean, that, Grandma's Boy is an old movie. That's God, right. yeah. It's hard to think that I, I remember I bought that movie when I was living out in Nebraska, and I moved away from there in two thousand six. Yeah, I, if so, I might guess without looking, it was probably like that. It came out. 2004 or five maybe or maybe it was 2006 well, but if you, before that i would have said i would have said 2004 look at you 2006 you oh. salty son of a bitch that was you 2006 yes uh yep uh, doris roberts who was um uh on raymond uh everybody loves raymond 
and Shirley Jones. Shirley Jones was Mrs. Partridge back in the day. She was the one who uh, banged Nick Swartzen in the movie. And in real life. Anything's possible. Who knows? Anything's possible. Um, so yeah, that, that movie's actually on Hulu. If you need is it really? Movie. Okay. Well, that's good. I mean, I don't have to worry about whether or not this uh, DVD works. Perfect. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. Hulu with a premium subscription. Oh, I hate that. Sorry. Uh, no, I mean, that's all right. I still have the DVD here, so who cares? Uh, right? Yeah. Um, just looking to see if there's anywhere else. Nope. Doesn't look like it. Sorry. Yeah. Everyone, you ever buy, well, every once in a while, I'll buy uh, movies either on YouTube, if I really want to see it, or on uh, Vudu. And then I forget how many movies I have on Vudu. Mm-hmm. And I just recently, like recently, I, I went back and watched uh, Spider-Man um, uh, Far From Home. Uh, watched Kingsman Golden Circle. Yep. You're and welcome. finishing up Dead- Deadpool 2. And I'm like, I'm looking at all my movies. I'm like, I've rarely watched these. And that's on uh, the Voodoo? Voodoo, the Voodoo. I saw a, well, we talked about this um, on our last episode, which we recorded Saturday. Uh, but I, I mentioned I went and saw the Eternals. Yes. And one of the trailers I played before that was for the King's Man. Um, yes. So I'm actually really excited about that. I, it, it's not... I mean, realistically, I'll probably get one more movie in the theaters this year, and that's going to be Spider-Man, hopefully. I was going to say, um, yes. Because uh, otherwise, you will come out here week two and just start spoiling shit left and right, you son of a bitch. I, <laughs> November 29th, I'm, I'm buying my tickets. You should buy them closer to me, and you should buy them at a time that I can go. Uh, no, well, no. Uh, just, uh, just come here. and. Uh, you say well, it's comfier? No, I said just come here and just... Watch it in Edwardsville. It's much better. I'll buy. No. Oh, well, I mean, if you can go the, the, the night that I'm going, sure, I'll get you tickets. I plan on it being me, Nolan, might get a Christmas present for somebody. And then, uh, no, not you. Um, but if you want to come, I'll, I'll, if you can come at whatever time we decide on the, because it's going to be December 17th. I'll tell you right now. Oh, well, I'll be done working early that day because okay. uh, my my twins have a, a doctor's checkup that okay. afternoon. Now, that being said, that I'll probably still be at home and you'll enjoy the show without me. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I'm excited for this one. I mean, but my, my expectations are not Scott. I'm not. Uh, this is what I'm thinking. And I think we talked about this last time. The uh, only thing I know is it's it in the trailers. That's it. And not expecting much, you know, I'm expecting a good solid movie. That's it. If anything else cameos happen, then awesome. So you can ask for what, although I will say, I I do think it'd be kind of going to be funny if, if, and I'm not expecting this, if you like Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield, especially Andrew Garfield are in it. um, It's going to be funny knowing that after the movie comes out, when Andrew Garfield's going on another press tour where he has to be like, yeah, sorry. I kind of had to say that I wasn't in it. Like I'm, I'm just ex- waiting for his like excuses or, you know, not that he needs to apologize, but you know, apologies. Uh, I saw a clip um, earlier this week, maybe yesterday, day before that, something like that um, of Andrew Garfield on the Colbert that the tonight show with Stephen Colbert. I don't know who, who hosts what anymore. 
Yeah, neither um, actually. But they were talking about, uh, I guess Andrew Garfield's mom has passed away at, at some point. It, you know, not I don't know if it was recently or you know within the last couple of years, whatever. And he was doing a role, and it really allowed him to uh, express grief. Okay. Um, in a real positive way. Uh, and he said something really like poignant and touching, uh, which you don't usually get on like the late night right. talk shows type of thing. He said, uh, made a comment about like grief is all of our unexpressed love for someone that, that, you know, after they've passed on. Okay. So, yeah. like, oh. and he's British. So obviously he's like a step above everybody here. Uh, but so like, wait, oh. Just so our listeners know your hierarchy goes, We've learned this from this podcast. British people up top, Americans, and then Canadians. Well, I don't know about hierarchy. I just feel like they, they, British people have a a more articulate way of saying things. Yeah. Um, And a lot of things just sound better coming from a a Brit. Um, Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm a, you know, rebel to the end, you know, and, and, uh, 1776, baby. Uh, you know. Okay. Yeah. We are, I think, two and zero oh in, in in uh wars against the Great Britain. We're That's two true. and zero oh in in world wars. Uh, one of the one of the side uh, uh, YouTube channels I follow is the Fat Electrician. I'm not sure if you've heard of him. Uh, he's a former. I don't know if it's Marine or, but he served. Uh, okay. And he just said. He, he's only got 30 or so videos and there are a couple minutes. each, just like compiled TikTok videos or something like that. Um, but they're all about like uh, branches of the military or special forces in the military or, or um, you know, divisions would be like artillery or, or um, you know, like ships, you know, weapons, things like that. <laughs> and he, he's, you know, he, he's American, but he's like, uh, uh, he says something about world war one. He's like world war one started in like 1914 and it ended in 1918 or 1919. You know, I'm getting my numbers mixed yeah. up. Um, but he's like, the U.S. entered in 1917. It's like so. So we entered the war. Ended, you know. <laughs> uh, and I having having been to the World War One Museum in Kansas City, uh, that's pretty accurate. I mean, now he says it a little more colorfully and 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 more entertaining than I expressed it. But the World War One Museum, it's like there's everything pre-American involvement. Then you sit down, watch a little film clip uh, about what brought America into the war. And then there's a little bit about American involvement, but yeah, a lot of that stuff took place before us. And then you just pissed us off enough to the point where the U S entered. And then we just ended it. That's right. That's how we do it. So um, didn't mean to take a history lesson there, Mike, maybe we should get on talking about some of our nerdy topics. All right. You want to talk about the trailer? Yeah. Uh, uh, trailer recently came out. I, I I know Greg, you posted it recently. You know, today you posted on the the Facebook page, Nerds United Facebook page. I saw it before Ghostbusters Afterlife. Uh, the what is a League of Super Pets? Super Pets League of DC's League of Super Pets. DC's League of Super Pets. Now I had heard that they were doing this, and I know that they were about this, haven't we? I probably. Uh, with uh, Joanne Johnson, Kevin Hart, other people, uh, they were, and I know it was going to be with crypto, but I, I was under the impression 
is going to be crypto and other famous super doll or super pets that I had not known about, but I would kind of learn about like, oh, this is Wonder Woman's eagle that she always has, you know, or this is Flash's ferret, you know, uh, but <laughs> no. I, think, I think in like other iterations of some type of super pets show, uh, they had, of course, crypto and yeah. they had Duke, which was Batman's like um, uh, the Great Dane. Yeah. And and then they had like a cat for the Flash. Yeah, sure. But I mean, yeah, continue going because, yeah, the, the their selection here is unique. Yeah, so they do have crypto, and then the rest of them are just pets that got superpowers. And that's, and then, you know, that's it. I didn't even, is it a, is it a movie or a, or a series? It's a movie. I'm, okay. I'm, I'm assuming, yeah. Um, HBO Max or theater? Theater. So, so it's coming out next year? Yeah. I know this, um, Casting news came out maybe just a week or so back. John Krasinski is playing Superman, right? Or voicing Superman, I should say. Uh, yeah, Dwayne Johnson is Crypto. Uh, Kevin Hart is uh, well, looks like a American Bulldog type. You know, a lot of muscle, and he the power he develops is indestructibility. Um, I think I, when I shared the uh, trailer. I was like, yeah, it's just gear for kids, you know, aimed at yeah, kids. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that's fine. But mm-hmm. do you think, I've seen this in other comment sections, are we going to reach a an oversaturation point with Dwayne Johnson, you think? No. You think he's just that good? Just that well, not, not that varied, he's, maybe? He's that with him and his team are that smart enough to there's they're selecting properties for him. It's not, he's not just taking anything and everything, you know, I speaking of, I finished watching jungle cruise on okay. Disney plus um, cool. a couple nights ago. Uh, thanks to one of the twins who decided it's 10 o'clock. I'm going to wake you everybody ass up. And by that, the only ass he woke up was mine. Okay. I was the ass. That he okay. Woke well. <laughs> up. Uh, and we've been battling that most nights now for about a week and a half, which is super fun. I said to my okay. wife tonight, I'm like, I can't, I can't fucking do this for much longer. <laughs> um, because he, he gets to sleep. Right. And you think the house is quiet. Like right now, I'm probably jinxing it. I'm probably going to have to go in like two minutes. Right. Uh, but uh, and all of a sudden, out of nowhere, it's just crying and like, son of a bitch. Um, but I, yeah, so my, my sleep's been hit and miss, but I watched uh, the remainder of Jungle Cruise earlier this week. And I had, I guess, made the mistake not knowing when or if I would watch it. I watched the, months ago the um, pitch meeting for Jungle yeah. Cruise. So I kind of knew the twist at the end. Right, right. That being said, it is, you know, it, it's a lot like Pirates of the Caribbean in that eh, you don't have to sink a lot of thought into it. Uh, you don't have to sink a lot of, you know, emotion into it. Just go along for the ride and you'll be all right, you know. So, and, and Emily Blunt is charming as always. And, uh, yes. Yeah. The Rock does his thing. Oh, does he ever? <laughs> 
before we talk, so uh, before we talk about the next thing, which is either going to be a thing on Disney Plus or the dinosaur thing. Uh, I forgot to ask about Thanksgiving. I meant to ask about Thanksgiving. I w- I'm assuming you have plans for Thanksgiving. Boy, howdy. Oh, you want me to tell those plans? Oh, yes. Yes. I'm sorry. <laughs> so we will get up uh, in the morning, which at the time we finish this recording will probably be like just a few hours. Um, right, by the time I get all the production work done, it'll be fewer hours. And then yeah. when my, one of the twins starts uh, crying, it'll be like no hours. <laughs> right. uh, uh, we'll get up, uh, you know, we'll get showered and prepared and everything. We're going to go out to my in-laws house for first Thanksgiving. Okay. Uh, and we'll do that probably around noon. I hope 1230 ish. I don't want to be too much later than that. And then we'll go to my parents' house for, this is going to sound bad to a lot of people, but like actual Thanksgiving. Um, and, okay. and that will be like the food that I've had for Thanksgiving for every year for my entire life. And the stuff that, you know, it, it's home, it's, it's, you know, what you're accustomed to. Mm-hmm. And uh, in that meal, we'll start roughly at four o'clock. And I was uh, reminded today not to be, too late because some people may get impatient and they might have to start eating without me to which uh, i yeah, replied I, i'm sorry i would just start eating without you i'd be like i, I, I just, does your family wait for everybody to get there and, uh, sometimes like there have been times there have been christmases where they just started without us yeah. like like be, but not like is because they wanted to do things like maybe I don't know, Christmas Eve, or they wanted to do things at one o'clock or whatever, knowing that I worked until noon. Right, and right. It was an hour and a half drive. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you, you know. Um, so sometimes they just kind of set us up for failure in that regard. Um, but yeah, so but I like they can start. I don't care. Like, like right, exactly. Okay, the, the the turkey's already cooked, right? Which right, means right. if the turkey's cooked, the stuffing's cooked. Uh, yeah. The mashed potatoes are probably done. I mean, like everything's done at my mom and dad's house. Yeah. So it's like, right. It's not like I'm getting, and I don't say this like complaining, but I'm not getting like freshly carved turkey. I'm getting, right. like, I tried stealing some freshly carved turkey today. And my mom like smacked my hand away. <laughs> uh, she's like chasing me around uh, the kitchen. I was like, I don't know what you're doing, mother. I'm just over here. She's like, get out of the kitchen. So, um, but yeah, it's fine. I don't if they need to start, they need to start. I don't care. Right, exactly. I don't, I don't want to be necessarily rushed from one place to the other. Yeah. Um, so if they gotta, if you know, and I don't I say this not like look, nobody in my family is listening to this show, right? <laughs> but my brother-in-law's a farmer. So if he's mm-hmm. got to eat at X time to get back and feed the hogs or whatever he's gotta do on a Thanksgiving evening, so be it. I'm sorry. Right. We'll catch up another time. Yeah. Now, do you bring anything or does does mom and dad cook everything? We're taking two pies to Ooh, my nice. in-laws. Okay. Okay. What kind of pies? Uh, pumpkin and pecan. Perfect. Well, one's, one's good. Pecan pies. That's it's not bad. It's not bad. <laughs> this, this one came about uh, on Saturday while I was watching Eternals. My wife and the kids were out at, at her folks, and I guess it got the topic of Thanksgiving brought up, got brought up and my father-in-law said, 
about the only thing I really want is a pecan pie. Okay. I, I, I switch from pecan to pecan. I prefer pecan, but it's whatever. It's a regional thing. Um, and so my wife comes back and tells me, it's like, yeah, so I think I'm going to make a pecan pie. And my first thought was like, with what time that you have, True. you know, and I asked her, she's like, I'm like, well, I'll go buy a pre-made crust or whatever. And like, still, I've never, she can cook. She'll get into right. the kitchen. She'll, you know, like throw some spices on some, you know, chicken or pork or whatever, you know, she'll, she'll do something that's original from what, you know, I, I, you know, have ever had it. It always turns out great, but I've never seen her make a pie. And right. we've been married to over 12 years. Um, <laughs> it took a second. I had to do the math. Um, but I've still I've never seen her make a pie. So then last night she said, uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to have to pick up a pie. <laughs> <laughs> so today I picked up a pie. So, Where'd you go to pick it up at? Uh, I guess we'll give them a plug here, although they don't need it, but Eckert's in Belleville. Okay. Okay. And meanwhile, she had purchased a pie or ordered a pie from somebody she works with. So that's the pumpkin pie that she's got. I don't think we're actually taking or contributing anything to my parents' house. Um, but we'll take a couple of pies out to the in-laws. So yeah, really, nobody cares about us anyway. They just want to see the, the grandbabies. I mean, that's you know, I mean, you got a good grandbaby. Well, the, the grandbabies for them, babies for you. You know, um, yeah, I I only have one Thanksgiving to go to. Uh, unfortunately, it's at noon. But go to probably most likely I'll go to my brother's house, um, and I am going to attempt to make uh, crockpot mac and cheese. I have a recipe for it. I have all the ingredients for it. Uh, so we'll see how we'll see how it goes. But I gotta probably get up. Uh, not not that early at all, but I would probably be about nine o'clock and then start start <laughs> making it at like uh, ten or at ten o'clock. It has to be in the crock pot, like because most hours. I heard a recipe just yesterday about it's like an instant pot or like a pressure cooker type cranberry right, right. sauce. Um, now I like cranberry sauce in about whatever way I can get cranberry sauce, whether it's the the gelatin, you know, out of the can with the the right. ribs on it that you can see, like this is exactly where I need to slice. Or if it's like something that's homemade. But this one uh, said, uh, you know, it's like cranberries, and I, I guess you you mash them maybe just a little bit, you know, kind of soften okay. them up a little bit. You throw in some cinnamon and some uh, clove, I don't know, something, some other type of uh, you know sweetener type of uh, uh, maybe it's clove. You put it in the pressure cooker for like five minutes or whatever, and then everything's exactly what you need to be. You want to know where I heard that recipe, where? Mike? On a very special episode of Tom and Jim's Top Five. Oh, okay. All right. All right. I mean, they can't be consistent and put out content all the time like us. That's true. Um, they just don't have, they claim they don't have the time. I mean, I got three it, kids. So yeah. I find and I will nice. say you you sent me the link to their latest one, but it's on Apple, which I don't have. I don't have I can't I don't have access to. Um, and I looked for them on Stitcher and I looked for them on Spotify and I could not find them. I used to have them on Stitcher. I'll tell I used you to off have- air where to find it or what to find it because okay. it's got renamed. 
Um, is it, do, do they rename it uh, uh, Jim and Tom's top five, the show that's not as good as Nurse United? No, not quite oh. as wordy. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, but I'll, I'll tell you off air. Okay. So, all right, Mike, what is our next to- topic of uh, conversation? I believe you posted something about the prologue to Jurassic World Dominion. That sounds like something I might do. Yep. Which uh, showed a lot of dinosaurs. And then I believe that there was people watching a drive-in movie and dinosaur to the T-Rex attacked them and yelled a lot. Looks like it's the first five or so minutes of the Jurassic World Dominion when it comes out. So that's pretty cool. I wasn't really expecting that. Um, But, you know, with uh, someone who grew up certainly with Jurassic Park movies and a five-year-old to almost six-year-old who loves dinosaurs. It's not one we'll probably go see in theaters, but we'll wait for it to come, come out at uh, the home and, and watch it. That's what we did with uh, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, I believe was the second one. So yeah, we'll give it a whirl. Okay. And this is supposed to come out in June of this year. Well, no, sorry. June of 2022. Never mind. That's but a long way. Soon. Well, yeah, I guess it's, I mean, 2022 is coming up. Right. Yeah. But I would just, I, I didn't know when it was coming up because I was like, we haven't gotten a trailer for it yet. It is weird. Yeah. That we got the first couple of scenes really before an right. actual trailer. So, yeah. But hey, that you know. might, the timeline kind of, and look, it's universal. It's, it, that might be something where we get like a trailer during the Super Bowl. True. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, I'm looking for true. something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this one I'm probably also not going to the theaters to see because movies get expensive after a while and I have to save my money for Marvel and other superhero stuff. Black Adam. Yeah. Black Adam. Yep. Um, but yeah, I will probably watch it, you know, streaming or, you know. I enjoyed I enjoyed the the first two. I haven't seen the second one in well probably since it came out because I don't I don't think it's on Netflix or anything like that. With the uh, Indoraptor, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was crazy. Yeah, the Indominus Rex, I believe it was called. So that was the first one. Oh, it was okay. Uh, that was Jurassic World, and then Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom was the Indoraptor when all the dinosaurs were like up for auction. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, you know, oddly enough, while we're talking about it, I have never seen the Lost World Jurassic Park, like the second movie in the series after the OG Jurassic oh. Park. Yeah, I, I know I've seen it. I can't really tell you much about it at all. I know I've seen the Jurassic Park 2 and 3. One of them, I know Jeff Goldblum is back with a daughter. I believe yeah. that's the second one. Okay. And, and then, then also there's, the they steal the T-Rex is- eggs. Yeah, and then the third one is back kind of on the island with Dr. Grant. And they yeah. have to go rescue William H. Macy's kid and Tia Leone. Okay, yes, yes. That's some deep cut information right there. I wasn't that's expecting that, to pull those two names out. That's the one where they stole the T-Rex eggs. Is it? Okay. Yes. God bless you. I didn't know. I can't remember. I, I saw it once in theaters, actually. I saw that one in theaters, Mike. But it's been You know what? I... I think I've seen Jurassic Park one, two, and three both on DVD and on maybe on Netflix or something. 
We talk about Hawkeye. Yeah, let's get to it. It's getting late. Pop pop needs right. to sleep. All right. Uh, First two episodes. Say- nice, nice little uh, touch, a little homage to uh, Amazon Prime by dropping more than one episode here the first time around. Yes, yes. Uh, two the two episodes dropped. Uh, you saw them before I did. That's um, an unheard of thing, yes, sir. Yes. <laughs> but I have watched both of them. I would say, okay, so for the first episode, um, if they actually, this is what I thought about, if they actually had an Avengers musical, would you watch it? Yeah. I do it. That's what I figured. I do it. When I was saw. When I saw that, I was like, I wonder if Greg's paying attention to the episode or if he's just like, man, can this musical keep going? Or... <laughs> but, you know, what? I, like I would have, for continuity purposes, I would have bumped into it just like uh, Clint did and be like, Hitman wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would, if they, yeah, are, are you talking about like a stage versus like a Broadway? Yeah. They've tried doing like they tried doing um, a Spider-Man Broadway show. It went horribly. Oh, people died. Yeah, I mean, like the show died. Like, yeah, bombed. But like, I, people actually got really hurt or and or killed on, on because of you know, they're trying to rush some of the stunts and things like that. But I also would be kind of interested in like a, a Avengers musical movie, just you know, like really out of place. You know, um, look, we're the multiverse is open, Mike. You have to have an open mind. You could have one that's all musical. Yeah, you can. Yeah, I don't think you'll do good well, but you can. Really? Yeah. You don't. You don't think with Kevin Feige at the helm, you don't think it'd do well? Well, okay, it won't do as well as the other movies. It'll make its money for sure. It's got to do better than Eternals. Yeah, they probably would. <laughs> Yeah, so that would, that would be the one that I would not go and see, and you would see it opening night. I don't have time to go see things opening night. You would try night. though. You would try. You'd be like, oh come on! What's there that? was a time pre-children where my wife and I we'd both go to midnight showings. You know, and I was I was actually talking about that with my son. They don't have midnight showings anymore. That doesn't exist. Really? No. Well, and, and okay, so midnight showings used to be, you know, and for like you know. Star Wars stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You, people would, you know, some. I mean, in the extreme circumstances, they're lining up the day of or the day before, camping out, and then at well, midnight. We did that. I didn't mean to cut you off, but uh, Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith. When I was okay. up in Nebraska, I got off work and went like to a block over and got in line uh, with, you know, all the other nerds. And right. <laughs> it was a long I- line. I think the first time I went to like a quote unquote midnight show, might have it had to have been like maybe either the Avengers or or uh, Iron Man two or something like that. It had it was a Marvel movie for sure, and I think what we I mean maybe we got out there at like eleven thirty or whatever, and there's usually not that much of a line nowadays. Like uh, wait, so Spider Man No Way Home. They're going to, it's coming out on the 17th, I believe. I guarantee you on the 16th, they have a 7 p.m. showing and they have a 9.30 showing and they have an 11 o'clock showing, you know. And you don't have, at least the, the theater I go to and a lot of theaters nowadays, 
you don't have to line up because you have reserved seats, which I right. absolutely 100% love. Yeah. I, when we, we, um, Nolan went to see Ghostbusters Afterlife, I, my ticket, our, our tickets were at 7 30 and I got there at probably, and, and you can get food ahead of time too, mm-hmm. if you want, if you want to spend a shit ton of money. Um, and the, you know, when the food's going to be ready. So like my food was already at 7:20 and I walked into the we walked into the theater at 7:25 sat down in, in our seats the seats that we know we were getting Right yeah you it's know? not a it's not a mad dash anymore uh yeah. you're right they they have definitely extended you know that it yeah it used to be midnight because mm-hmm. we'll use the dates of of Spider-Man No Way Home is okay if it's Friday the 17th midnight is the beginning of Friday the 17th right. but you're right now they've extended things to you know, 11 and nine and seven yeah. and whatever, you know? So, oh, yeah. Um, yeah. But I think one of the first ones I remember going to midnight showing that was, you know, beyond the star Wars one would have been quite possibly was the dark Knight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And they had three uh, theaters in that complex showing dark Knight at midnight. Oh yeah, yeah. And ours was the one that didn't have audio working <laughs> for the almost the entirety of that opening bank heist scene. Okay, we're like, what is going on? Oh, we can't hear anything. We, you know, there was. I, I want to say this is before the internet, but it was 2011, so it wasn't before the internet. <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, but you know, no, we didn't know that. Like, are we missing something? Like, what the hell's going on? Yeah, so we finally fixed the, the audio on it, but. People are like, are you going to start the movie over? No, sorry, we can't do that. Right, yeah, timing-wise, I can't. So I don't think I ever saw what happened in that first scene, that heist bank bank robbery scene, until I bought the movie on DVD. And then so, you realize that not didn't really miss too much? Nah, I mean, you miss one clown killing another clown. Yeah. So all the way into the ultimate clown. I, when, let's talk about it real quick, and obviously we'll get back to Hawkeye. When's the last time you watched The Dark Knight? It's it's been a minute. Yeah, same, same. I feel like the the Nolan trilogy is one I should go back and give a little love and attention to. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. So all right, Hawkeye. All right, back back to Hawkeye. So another thing I, I really enjoy that they're doing with him right now is I know in the comic books he's either deaf hard of hearing severe hearing loss whatever and they're starting to do that now mm-hmm. i mean obviously when we talked about the musical he you know it, it showed his, his daughter whatever trying to talk to him and you know you can't hear anything and stuff and they're like did you have, did you turn your hearing aid off or whatever right um i also like touch the, yeah i also like the part where uh kate bishop um she asked him, like, how did you lose it? And I just do a montage of all the explosions that he spit her out. And he's like, it's hard to tell. Yeah, yeah. I love that part. And I was going to mention that, too, if you didn't. But that was a nice little uh, – they're, they're very self-reverent, but also, yeah. like, not, like, thinking too high. Because it's weird that everybody recognizes Hawkeye, you know. But if you think about it, he didn't wear a mask. Right. You no, know, so it, it it makes sense, but like he, he's at dinner with his family and the the waiter's like, no check, you know, it's on us. Thanks for right. you saved our city. But like, well, first of all, that was a long time ago. <laughs> you know, like how much does that equity like how how long does that hold up? 
If you if you save uh, a city from an art uh, from an alien invasion, uh, it holds up forever. Okay, well, I will keep that in mind. Yeah, if I if I were to save a city from an alien invasion, uh, I'm I'm expecting you know at least a free drink when I go into a bar. Now, is it just going to be? I I won't I won't out the name of the town you live in, but okay. if you save that town right. from an alien invasion. Where's the, where are you gonna go? There is a one. I've never been to a bar in this town uh, ever, um, but there is one. I could probably go there. There's one really close to my my uh, my house right now. <laughs> it's like uh, uh, you know John Mulaney, mm-hmm. the comedian. He's yeah. talking one of his older older specials. He's talking about uh, uh, like a little small commuter plane or something that went down. Or, or he was on it, uh, the small, and I think he mentioned like Peoria, Illinois, or something like that, or Quincy, Illinois, some, yeah, some yeah. small town in, in the northern part of the state. And he's like, I'm, I'm on this uh, plane that if it goes down, it's not even going to make the news. Or if it does, <laughs> it'll be like a small plane went down, obviously. Uh, <laughs> so I feel like if there was an alien invasion in your town, like, it wouldn't even make the news. Like That's true. It wouldn't. It wouldn't. <laughs> I, know or if that. it did, nobody would believe it. Right. Or, or yeah, nobody would know that Mike just saved yeah. their lives. Yeah. So, uh, no, I really, uh, I, I say this not to be like creepy in any way, but I'm kind of a big fan of Haley Steinfeld. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. She was terrific in Bumblebee. Um, I think in, in a, one of the better Transformers movies that's been out there, she was, you know, a, a top notch component of that movie. Um, and she was like, as a child, uh, which is weird. She's not that old, you know, like she's a child compared to me. Uh, but when she was younger, you know, 10 or however many years back, she was in True Grit, the remake of True Grit with uh, Jeff Bridges. So, okay. um, you know, she's not a newcomer to like, I guess, maybe big roles. Right. Um, but but the first two episodes, she has the has it, she has the confidence of someone who like her character is as skilled as she should be. You know, right. in, in what she's doing, but she also has that little bit of trepidation of like kind of like stepping into unknown territory. Exactly. Yeah. So it's really fun to watch the, that dynamic kind of play out because she wants to, I think, like rush head head first into into a lot of stuff, but she also knows like uh, these fuckers like this tracksuit mafia ain't messing around. <laughs> right. So yeah. And, and and in some scenes she doesn't know better. You know, the scene that and I'm gonna exactly. spoil I'm gonna spoil stuff here. Um, it, because if you are listening to this episode before you watch Hawkeye, what's wrong with you? Um, it means that they have their priorities in order, <laughs> mixed, Mike. Mixed up. Um, there's there's a scene where uh, Hawkeye is purposely getting himself caught in order to get information. And she doesn't realize that. She sees him, thinks he's in trouble, and basically comes crashing not in a good way but actually falling through the, the ceiling you know and getting them both actually caught and, and and i think it's her maybe it was her mom that said something like the the most dangerous people are the ones that are rich or the youth or the you know young kids or something like that and she's like and you're both yeah 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 you know? very very kind of point because they think that they are invincible Invincible, yeah. You know, yeah. and and to an extent, I mean, I'm again, we don't discuss real politics on stuff, but there's a there's a, a prevailing theory 
in America that if you're rich, that the rules don't necessarily apply to you. So it makes you feel a little bit more invincible. Yeah. So yeah. I don't have that kind of wealth. Um, Definitely not. So. Oh, uh, because I know we're closing out here soon. Um, do you know who the girl at the end was? The very end scene you, of episode two, you see someone, uh, a girl, like put her hands across. Geez, sorry for the mic there. Across the, um, the like a, a base, like a, a speaker. She's kind of hearing or f- feeling the vibrations on it. Is that the echo? That is echo. Yes. Uh, I was guessing. I don't know if I, uh, I have to go back. Or, I don't know if I remember that exact moment. I, at that point, my oldest was up and possibly distracted me. So I, I remember most of the two episodes. I don't know, know if I necessarily remember that complete aspect of it, but I'll go back and check that out. It is. It's right at the very end. Um, uh, Hawkeye and and Kate Bishop got um, uh, uh, kidnapped, or whatever you want to call it. And uh, when they're putting him in the van, they said uh, she wants him alive. And then, and then there's cut to a scene. I think later on, it's yeah. There's you see this girl, and like I said, she she's you can see the the speaker like vibrating, and she's putting her hands on it and stuff. And then, because um, because anybody doesn't know the character's deaf, yeah, um, it's one of the one of the few comic book characters that are deaf. And then uh, a bad guy says something to her, but you can't hear it. You know, that makes sense. I like. So, that's an interesting component of it. You yeah. know, you're, you're living in her world, mm-hmm. you know, in that regard. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. And I know that um, uh, one of the people that I mentioned on my uh, top five comic book artist helped create her, Joe Casada. Yes, indeed. And that uh, video is still in the process of being, um, you know, worked on. It'll come out in 2023, God. everybody. It is. I didn't realize it was supposed to be a very simple, like, but I find that I'm trying to compile all the pictures to put with all this stuff. So I'm, I'm probably putting more thought and effort into it than I should for something that I'm not getting paid to do. Um, well, that's good though. But you know, someday, someday we'll get that done. I was hoping to have it done by Thanksgiving. We, I think we talk about it at the beginning of the video or maybe in the podcast that we're, we recorded later that night. Uh, it's not happening by Thanksgiving, y'all, because it's almost midnight now. I've got to hang up with Mike as soon as he's done with me, uh, produce two podcasts and one video and get them all up and going as quickly as possible and then go to bed. Yes. So all while finishing my beer, which I don't know if you know it's about alcohol, but alcohol kind of makes you sleepy. So the eyes are getting a little uh, a little heavy yeah. over here. Well, I don't have much more for Hawkeye. I don't I mean, either. I, I enjoyed it. Um, Weekly uh, release, right? Yeah. I wish it wasn't, but, you know. Uh, Stop being that way. It's. I mean, it's hey, a- I'm going to watch it regardless. You know? Like, uh, <laughs> okay, I'm almost, almost done here. I was, uh, my, my, so my son uh, it watches Dexter, right? They, they have the new season out. Mm-hmm. And it's weekly episodes for around, I think it's on Showtime or whatever. And I asked him, how was he? He's like, because it's like third episodes out right now. He's like, I think it's pretty good so far. He's like, I'm, I can't. He's like, it, it, they release them weekly. So I don't know if overall the show's good or not. I was like, see, if you just were able to binge them, you would know right now if the show was good or not. I you know it's it's a 
it's not a show that you care about, um, but uh, Letterkenny, the next season is coming out the day after Christmas. Okay. And one of my one of my buddies from from my Husker site reminded me of that. And he said, hopefully it's a little more coherent than the last season. I said, I'd be honest with you. I don't remember much of the last season. He's like, ah, the joys of binging. That's what it is. Like, you know, you're, you're, you're consuming everything so quickly that you don't have an opportunity to retain the information. So I don't know. Well, now, now that um, other stuff is on Disney plus, like I think I might go back and watch WandaVision again because I can binge it now, you know, you silly bastard. Like, you know. So I mean, granted, I say that, and there's so many other things I have to watch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll talk right, about some all- new stuff down the road. So I, yep. I, I gave a a shot to the Wheel of Time on okay. Amazon Prime. Okay, um, I'm not quite a full episode in, okay. um, and, but I was told it was somewhere. In, I think somebody on Facebook literally said. If you were disappointed with the ending of Game of Thrones, but you like Lord of the Rings, then this is for you. And I got into it thinking, like, well, it's not going to be that bad. And it, it's not something that I'm real comfortable having uh, on the TV when the kids are around. It's a lot bloodier okay. than I thought it'd be. So I'm, you know, picking my spots. So, okay. So hopefully, maybe next time I'll have a, a little more information on the Wheel of Time on Amazon Prime. All right. So, and we'll probably talk about more in depth about Masters of the uh, Universe. I should finish that by the next time, uh, by the time the next episode rolls around. So, yep. All right, Mike. Well, thanks very much for uh, staying up late with me and, of course, and uh, having a, a shot of bad ideas and, and, uh, you know, just visiting. It's always good. Yep. So, uh, for everybody out there in uh, listening land, we want to wish you a happy Thanksgiving. We'll see you in about a week or so because this is our episode for the week. We're going to take the rest of the weekend off. Um, Maybe there will be some time in there to do a video. I doubt it, Uh, but we'll try. I'm always trying working on that video for you, the viewers and the listeners and the fans of Nerds United. So uh, for the co-host of the year, Mike Luther, I am Greg Mahashko. This is Nerds United, a Jittery Monkey podcast that we remind you every week to be kind. And rewind. This is a production of the Jittery Monkey Podcast Network. For more jittery shenanigans, go to jitterymonkey.com. Jittery Monkey.